Hello and welcome back to the Cafe Hustle podcast to part two of my chat with Rachel Hatfield. Now, if you haven't caught up with the first part, make sure you check that out. There's a link below in the show notes to take you that. And that is all about the pre-planning phase and all the stages you need to go to before you even start considering creating the content for your adverts so in this episode we look at the post planning stage so we're now talking about content creation and things you should consider like your distribution channels and your targeting how you can optimize your ads and review the data and see which things are working and which are not and then also the most important thing is how do you know when the best time to scale those adverts are and to maximize your impact or your sales or stuff like that so We're going to cover the last part of my chat with Rachel after we get back from thanking our sponsors. Anyone who has tried to create a paper-based systems document for their cafe or coffee shop knows the pain of trying to get everything in order and keep it updated and share it with the team all at once. Train you will sort this problem out with its really easy to use interface, online-based construction of your documents, and it's really easy to share with your team. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash trainual for 10% off your first 12 months and a seven-day free trial. So far... Up to this stage, we've only been, essentially, we've been doing planning, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So now we're going to move on to step five, which is now creating the content. Yeah. So you've got to think about what creative is going to work. So we come back to what we said earlier about your audience and what do they want to see. So, for example, perhaps someone who is... um, who is Generation X, for example, they're going to want something that's grammatically correct with spellings because just that's that's their education. Um, they probably quite happily have like stills. However, I think because of COVID, people quite like the video stuff now, don't they? Because I suspect a lot of grandparents and um, parents are all sat on like TikTok watching their so grandchildren on TikTok and stuff like that. So I think the world is, it was very distinct before we knew exactly kind of which um, sort of generation wanted what type of content but I think the lines over the last two years has certainly blurred that way of thinking um, and it's definitely changing and for me personally I think um, like video is definitely on the move up we're moving into a 5g era with different we've got the devices that we walk around with in our pockets which are 5g i see the masks going up everywhere now so we're going to be consuming a lot more video over the next sort of um, sort of few years but i think there's so definitely um if you're thinking about doing stuff definitely think about video and you could it and it, like we were saying earlier, it could be about, it could be raw footage. It doesn't need to be perfectly edited anymore. And um, people want to see you being your authentic self. Um, and that's probably a little bit more about sort of brand marketing and personal brand marketing. So bringing that authenticity into you, um, into your business, um, so people can see who is um sort of going out there i love it when the chef comes out after service and he comes around and talks to all his customers afterwards i think that's a really nice touch comes out he's got stuff all over because he's been cooking but you know he's been busy in the kitchen i think that's a great added touch people want to see that they know what happens in the kitchen we're not daft (laughs) Uh, but i think sometimes things are like far too perfect so yeah yeah. i think i was just going to say it's the pandemic has certainly accelerated what we do in a social certainly from a digital world and yeah. video is it's like you say tiktok is massive now i think it's the the highest traffic numbers of all the websites on 
the world wide web and it's you now into that age where video is what people expect but it all comes back to that connection as well we're connecting yeah. with our audience and it, that's what people really want to see is that it's almost it's the closest thing you can get to human connection without yeah. actually being physically in the in the same place and yeah. like you say this is where the the element of the the imperfect comes in it's showing that human side and that then grows that connection with your audience yeah definitely i agree and obviously um, meta has that platform now which is similar to tiktok um with instagram reels and you can actually run pure adverts just on reels itself so i mean as we always say to every test test everything um on in the ads manager you can set your ads to a dynamic creative and then just test and see what wins what floats everybody's boat check you know just do a whole dynamic ad with different creatives different copy different headlines different call to actions on there and see what wins and it only needs to be like a good couple of weeks test it all and then it goes back to back to the number one step uh, review the successes and the failures of that campaign and then it's rinse and repeat so even though we're saying we've got seven steps those seven steps will always go around in a big circle it's like the circle of life I suppose it's the same it's the same thing circle marketing Um, and you know we use something called our own system that we set up called the Shuko system which molds around these seven steps Um, and and it's actually drawn in a circle as well with um, leaves and sort of different money and stuff so how we've drawn it out because we're obviously creative so we don't actually do stuff like that <laughs> but then um, that brings us great into the next step step six which is yeah. to optimize and that is what that's all about i presume yeah absolutely so um if your campaign's not working it's important to uh, go in and have a look um so if we're sort of testing um, a campaign and we're doing we've got different types of creative and stuff we'll see what's working what's not working um we always have like a to help with that kind of attribution we have a dead we always say to our clients let's have a dedicated landing page um so they just land on this particular page we know what's going on we can measure and track things through not just with meta and google analytics combined so we can see what's going on but it's making sure that you you have you're keeping a, a track of that analyzing that data and sometimes you can put too much too many interests into Facebook, uh, into the meta kind of section of the when you kind of build in your campaign and perhaps taking some of them out, adding some new ones in, or just like, let's see what happens and let Facebook do the work for you. Um, that's kind of one of the challenges. That's the beauty of it. There's no right or wrong. It's just like what sits with your audience and every business is different. So what you, if you're moving from, if you're an internal marketer and you move from one business to another, what you tried and did in your last particular role may not necessarily work in this new particular role because the business and the audience is completely different. So it's all about measuring and testing is probably the key to that section. <laughs> And in terms of when you, you are optimizing it, how often do you see that you have to change it massively? Is it, yeah. or is it just a case of little tweaks to try and maximize the the impact of it, or is it a case of this isn't working? Let's start from scratch again. Yeah. So the ads go for, um, in particular with better because that's what we're sort of focusing on. But they go through what we call a learning phase, and you will see that when you set up your ads in the actual ads management sort of area of um, your business suite. Um, and when you're in there, sometimes it's best to leave it for a good week 
um, and just let it do its thing because what we've done when people are afraid, oh, can you change this? And they're wanting to change things daily because it's not like it just upsets it and it never, never then, it never leaves the learning phase on, on, on meta, which is frustrating on our path. So we really want it to exit that learning phase. Um, sometimes it's better to leave it with the money on there, maybe increase the budget slightly so you've got a little bit more money. The more money you kind of obviously put onto the ads, then the quicker it does it leaves the learning phase obviously any anything happens any any if you've got like thousands of pounds like some of the big corporations do then obviously the world's your oyster <laughs> but you know when you're kind of in a smaller business you don't have those multi-million pound or dollar budgets um and you you know you've got you've got smaller budgets and like leave it alone for a few weeks a couple of weeks at least um don't touch it and then analyze everything and give it that time just to do it let it go and learn and and learn about people stuff like that it's really hard to kind of leave it alone i I get that because i'm one of those who likes to go and say oh is it reaching where's it going is it you know that data is it you know are we getting any engagement or anything like that but sometimes um a friend who's sat behind me at the moment she she gets she gets all the time we keep like so we just need to leave it so it can go off and do its own thing we're never going to leave the learning phase so you know let it settle then go back in and then start picking it apart and playing around with it and if it's not working then that's when you go back try not to tweak it too much I know it's hard not to because it's it's like one of those things isn't it you just keep sort of poking things and it just keeps happening so would you suggest then if if you create an ad that you like I know a lot of the options they start off with seven days but would you suggest that we extend that out to two weeks and as a minimum yeah, I mean, have a look at it within seven days. Not that we're saying, you know, don't touch it. Uh, d- look at it within seven days because it, it might not spend any, no money, nothing at all. And you'd be like, oh, hang on a minute. Why is it not spending any money? So you do need to go in and check it in seven days to make sure it's actually doing something. Um, but try and leave it. I, I, We generally, as a rule of thumb, try and leave it for a good couple of weeks because you haven't got enough data to work with if it's seven days. Um, seven days is just not enough um, I mean I've got a campaign running at the moment um, which is a remarketing which I set up like Friday um, just to test the water um, see what's going on in that remarketing world and what's happened to the pixel because um, I like to test these things and I wanted to play around with it today and I was like no just step away from it and leave it and there's just not enough data there I haven't thrown loads of money at it so I just want to see what, okay, what's going on and I'll have a look at it next Friday instead, as much as I want to play around with it. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's, it is that that want to, and especially when we come back to attention spans and that dopamine hit that we get yeah. when we're interacting with social. It's the same with this, isn't it? You yeah. want to see those results and you want to try and tweak it to get better results. But yeah, two weeks now is, is really, and it's something yeah. that I wasn't really aware of. You know, I've done, you know, quite a few, paid ads for both for the cafe and and for the podcast and i've never really i've only really done them over sort of seven days and not any longer so that's something i'm certainly going to try going forward now is to give it yeah. that little bit extra time to see if there's a difference yeah and build that data up you know that's what your pixels are there for that's what it's for let it understand your audience a bit more and give it time i mean the goal i mean really when you run a campaign you really need to give it a good three months the same campaign just let it run and then see where it is in three months time and then start tweaking it your, your three months is a good sort of goal 
what, what we've noticed with things is a that kind of nice golden rule is just like it, it starts to work and it sits and it beds in a bit more facebook's got used to you you're spending money with it and stuff like that and obviously algorithms change all the time but it's just like it, it it's a happy algorithm because you're paying it <laughs> Well, that's it. Yeah, like you say, money drives the results, doesn't it? And correct. And you yeah. can, it's to be expected. Obviously, it's a commercial venture that they, yeah. they offer. So absolutely, it's got shareholders like any other business. It needs a return on investment, just like your own business, but probably on a very large scale. Um, and the people have invested money into them, so they want results. Um, like with any business, no matter how small or large, you want results. Okay. So yeah, they, we have to, they have to do the same. They've got people's pet wages to pay too. Absolutely. So moving on to the final step then, step seven, which is all about scaling. Yes. So once you've measured and tested anything, if it's working, then let's let's go down that route. Let's let's add some more money on it and let's like go up from there. Let's let's look look at the check your tracking, um, like um sort of everything else, make sure your metrics and everything is um you know everything's there what you wanted to achieve if it's working then it's time to scale add more money to it um once you're happy with it and that's when you that's when you know you're getting your profit everything's working or you or you you've got your ducks in a row it's probably the best way to describe it and you're happy then yeah but make the decision backed on data don't just kind of do it because you've got loads of like likes and people commenting have a look see what's going on in your business as well have since you started the campaign have you got more like reservation bookings have is there more traffic flowing through to your website make sure you analyze and everything don't just chuck, chuck thousands of pounds at something without making that data decision it's probably the key from that yeah, it's, it's that calc it's almost like a calculated not a risk but you you need to know that something is working and it's converting before you start putting like you hear stories of people that just throw huge sums of money at basically into the wind on something that hasn't been tested they don't have any idea how it's going to be formed and before they know it it's spent 500 pounds of of a thousand pound budget and you just it's not working for them yeah exactly and they don't um because and i have had people that have come to me and they've just I mean, you know, the, the, the boost post button is a call to action, which obviously Facebook want people to do. And I I absolutely get that. We put call to actions on our websites because we want people to do things. And one business came to us and they'd literally spent a three thousand pounds for two weeks on a boosted post with no oh, targeting. No. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, she was, it was a small business, nothing large, but three thousand pounds was like that's a lot of money even in my book just not have any targeting or think about who you're, you're targeting to and i think with the targeting it does help to kind of reduce the amount of money and the way it's spent um, and having that that business suite set up with your ads manager set up is probably before you do it try not to hit that boost button it just it maybe like chuck a fiver on it and the spend a pound a day because you want it to hit people who like your page for example and just so they see your content if you really want to do that but you can go into the ads manager and 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 go in there and build your audiences so you're really targeting people and then you get a better return on your ad spend rather than and you can measure return on ad spend you know if you just put ROAS into marketing it'll come up with how to work out your return on ad spend and return on investment as well so i think it's important to work out those numbers and sit down and work them out before rather than just blast a load of money 
So what would really be bad. your trigger then to to advise someone to maybe spend a little bit more on an ad? Is it just the best of a bunch that are working or is, is there certain thresholds that you look for in terms of saying, yes, this would be a good one to, to add a bit more money to? Yeah, so we would look at everything. So everything from reaching impressions, return on ad spend, new customers versus existing customers. Um, there would be like measuring the click-through rate, the landing page views, there's all those things, um, working out those numbers, working out that lifetime value of a, a, a customer, what they're worth, um, and all that good stuff, depending on what's like important to that particular business. So you'd have to look at the whole customer journey. Um, so just because we're doing one part of the paid social advertising, it does mean you need to track everything else. <laughs> so, you know, how many, you know, because we don't, sometimes we, we're not doing the full campaign from start to finish, so we might not have any control over a website. So we're just coming in to do the paid for part, but it's important that you know what that customer journey looks like from start to finish. Uh, and they're the things that we've got to, we always say, you know, watch the lifetime value of that customer, how much are they worth, and all those types of things. So it's, it's it's really important to look at the whole thing before you can start scaling. Is it actually working? That is key. So if people have now listened to this and they're thinking, right, we need to start taking some action and start basically implementing some of the strategy, what would be the first steps that you would suggest where people would start? Yeah, I think the first steps are if, if you kind of if you've never done paid for advertising is really look at kind of um, who you're trying to reach, where geographical area, the types of people that you want. You might not want to target the whole of the UK. So, you know, especially if people, you know, how far do people actually travel to your um, restaurant, hotel, B&B, how far? If it is it is it fair to me? Perhaps with a and B, it's slightly different because they may be coming holiday. But perhaps have a look at see where those people are actually coming holiday from. Are they coming from perhaps Ireland, for example? So you could just target Ireland, um, or or take out if you've got a restaurant. People may only drive thirty minutes to come to your restaurant, or they might want something that's on the doorstep so they can have a enjoy a glass of wine, etc. So really, just start thinking about. I think it's a start with a plan. Plan doesn't need to be huge. Have a plan before you start anything and set those goals and objectives. Uh, and that's before you kind of plow a load of money in. <laughs> yeah, we don't want anyone who's listening to this to become one of those horror stories where you hear that they've plowed that huge sum yeah. of money in and, and it actually being a disaster. So yeah. how can people find out more about shoe and potentially if they need help with some of this process how can yeah. they reach out and get involved with it yeah so they can go onto our website we've got loads of really good blogs on there talking about sort of meta advertising so they can have a good read educate yourselves about um that so it's on our website which is shoe socialmedia.co.uk um we've got ebooks on there about advertising as well so feel free to go and download them um if you want to have kind of a go at doing them yourselves um 
and when we do we can help just with the planning part and train you how to kind of uh, run your campaigns um, but we can also kind of do the whole build and then just tra train you how to turn them on and off um, and build them build it all for you and hand the reins or you can completely just come to us and say actually I don't want to do any of it I wanted you guys to run with it so we can do all of that but there's loads of like educational resource because that's one of our passions is about educating and helping people we do a lot of training and public speaking and stuff like that so um, about sharing and helping people so there's loads of good stuff on our website to help you get started if you just don't really know where to start uh, but yeah feel free there's blogs galore and download ebooks and all sorts of things to kind of get you going i think one of my biggest pieces of advice to people is if you are thinking about spending significant amounts of money is definitely work with someone like you guys because the amount of money that you would save and increase that return on investment it, you get it back what you invest in working with someone like you at shoe and it's it, when you are talking this big amount of money the amount you spend with a partner agency like you guys is negligible in in respect of what you could lose or yeah. in terms of your return on investment when it comes to it so listen rachel thank you so much for sharing your seven steps there i think it's going to be really valuable to a lot of people but again if you are thinking of spending huge or large sums of money relative even to what you would normally spend definitely reach out to to rachel at shoe and potentially get the help that you need to make it really worthwhile so listen thank you so much for coming on the cafe hustle yeah thank you very much for the invitation Andy. it's been great i've been really happy to share some ideas and stuff with everyone today so a really valuable pair of episodes that we've got out of this conversation and i hope that you are going to apply some of the things that you've learned from my chat with rachel because we have to be really intentional about where we're spending our time and our money especially at the minute we have to be extremely careful and if you get this right you can see a return on that initial investment but the risk is that if you don't get it right we can very easily lose the money that we're trying to to turn into increased sales. So it's always beneficial to maybe work with someone like Rachel at Shoe if you are thinking about starting, and especially if you have no experience of any sort of advertising, it's always a good idea to get someone on board who knows exactly what they're doing, what steps to take, what to be looking for in terms of something that works and something that maybe doesn't. So anyway, I hope you can take some action from this, start planning at least, if nothing else, and I'll see you next time on The Cafe Hustle.